everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're really excited today. We have the star of Country Christmas Harmony on Lifetime Channel. We have Brooke Elliott here. And Brooke, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hello. Yes. This is so exciting for me. I'm a big fan of yours. And uh, I'm just oh. so grateful that you decided to come on and talk with us. Oh, that's so nice. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I checked out your podcast. I was like, well, this is really fun. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I love Drop Dead Diva. It's one of my top five favorite shows of all time. Oh, I and that. I just I just love the way that you were able to capture both Jane and Deb and have a character that is so confident of who with who she is and yet you have these two parts of you also at the same time. And was that, was that a challenge? Um, yes, but in like the best way possible. Yeah. <laughs> so not, not a challenge that would be like, well, that was a challenge, but like, it was, it was the fun of it. Right. It was really, really fun. And, you know, to get a little technical, that script analysis part of the role was the most fun for me, figuring out where Jane might be influencing, where is Deb more prominent? Like, how are they mixing together and how are they helping each other in those particular ways? Even though Jane's soul wasn't in there, but you, you know what I mean? How they were becoming one. Yeah, it was yeah. my favorite part, my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. So how did you end up with the role? Cause you were on Broadway and then mm -hmm. to get this lead in a series like that, how did that all happen? Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I was on Broadway and, uh, and I was doing the pirate queen at the time. And I was really feeling this pull to TV and film that I hadn't really done. And so I started taking a bunch of classes um, in the TV and film world because it's a completely different medium. And so I was taking classes and taking classes and just, you know, doing my thing, but doing Broadway. And and uh, and then there was the big writer strike. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but there was a yeah. huge writer strike. And so it didn't affect me much because I was like, well, I'm just going to keep taking my classes, you know, and doing my Broadway. And uh, right out of the writer strike, I want to say it was one of the first auditions that was happening out of the writer's strike and to be honest I went in on this audition to practice everything that I had been learning in class and yeah. so I was like oh this will be a really good practice for me and I also had an audition for a Broadway show that day and I can't remember what it was because Pirate Queen had closed by that point anyway and I thought like well if I was going to get one of them i maybe would get Broadway, you know, the, I didn't think I would book it. I, it. I honestly went into practice and I wanted to do a good audition to make my coach happy. Like I was like, Oh, he'll be so proud of me. And, and then I, the next day or something like that, my agent called and said, you know, they want to fly you to LA to test for this. And, and I was like, Oh, I, I was just practicing. <laughs> you know? And so, um, and at the time I, I never tested for anything before. So I was like, well, let's go practice how to test. I didn't think I was going to book it. You know what I mean? I just thought I was practicing and then I, I booked it, which is, was a surprise. It was a that surprise. It's so funny. So it must've yeah. been terrifying to, to go and you're on, now you're the number one on the call sheet. You're yeah, right. <laughs> from zero to hero. That's pretty, pretty intense. 
<laughs> yeah, it was very, very different. Actually, I will say not, not to be too serious right now, but for a second, it was one of the best things getting onto that set and not having any response, right? Because I was so used to a live audience oh, and yeah. the crew, the crew can't respond. They can't laugh. They can't anything. It'll ruin the take. And it was very jarring for me because I was so used to that relationship with the audience. And I remember standing there one of the first few days. And I remember thinking to myself, you can only trust you. You have to know if you hit it or you didn't hit it because there's no one out there that's going to be able to tell that to you the way an audience did, you know? And so it was really this, you know, this amazing moment where I went, you have to know within you if you got it or you don't have it, you know? And, uh, and it's one of the greatest lessons that ever taught me. And it was because it was like, here, go be the lead of this show, you know, yeah. go figure this out really fast, very quickly. So, but it was a gift. It was a gift. Well, I think sure. it, it, you did a great job because it was the character in Jane that I, I'd never seen on television before. Somebody who is somebody I could relate with, who was confident, who was funny. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know, I just, I just loved the show. I think it was I so good. It. I'm so yeah. glad you loved it. I'm so glad. I'll always love Jane. I will always be in love with Jane. She's a great. great cast. You're right. Yeah. Such a good cast. It was a great show. I, I, mm -hmm. I miss it in a lot of ways. Yeah. I'm so glad you liked it. <laughs> Thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the good folks at Baker Publishing Group. Looking for the perfect gift for the book lover in your life? Dive into some great dual time novels this Christmas where the past intersects with the present. First up, we have By Way of the Moonlight by Elizabeth Musser. Allie Massey's dream to use her grandparents' estate for equine therapy is crushed when she discovers the property has been sold to a contractor. With weeks until demolition, Allie unearths some of Nanadale's best kept secrets, including her champion filly, a handsome man, and one fateful night during World War II, and perhaps a clue to keep her own dream alive. Next, Where the Last Rose Blooms by Ashley Clark. More than a century apart, two women seek lost hope. Abolitionist Clara is determined to help an enslaved woman reunite with her daughter. Alice can't stop wondering what happened to her mother in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Faced with the unknown, both women will have to dig deep to let their courage bloom. Next, When the Day Comes by Gabrielle Meyer. Libby has been given a powerful gift to live one life in 1774 Colonial Williamsburg and the other in 1914 Gilded Age New York City. When she falls asleep in one life, she wakes up in the other without any time passing. On her 21st birthday, Libby must choose one path and forfeit the other. But how can she possibly decide when she has so much to lose? Then we have The Master Craftsman by Kelly Stewart. When Ava Lane's dying treasure hunter father entrusts to her his mission to find a missing Fabergé egg, she has no idea how high the stakes will climb or how her allegiances will be tested. Join the hunt in this lavish dual-time narrative that plunges you into the 1917 Russian Revolution, the fall of the Romanovs, and a long-buried Soviet secret. And finally, The Extraordinary Deaths of Mrs. Kip by Sarah Brunsfold. Frustrated reporter Aidan Kelly begrudgingly agrees to help a hospice patient prepare her obituary, but old Claire Kipp has some incredible stories and some surprises up her sleeve that promises to make this seemingly throwaway assignment a life-changing one. 
So head over to bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies to pick up one of these great books and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off these titles from November 14th to December 12th. That's bakerbookhouse.com slash featured slash Hallmarkies and use code Hallmarkies40 for 40% off. Well, and I love Sweet Magnolias as well. Uh, we are big fans of it on our show. We've covered it, covered all the seasons. And and Dana Sue's such a great character. I, I, you know, she's different than Jane, uh, Mm -hmm. but still got that confidence that I think your characters seem to always have. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dana Sue's, she's a powerhouse. Yes. And it must be just fun working with Joanna and Heather and, uh, and that another great cast. Yeah. They're a great cast. It's, it's very, very fun. And we do those margarita nights and, and they're just, they're a blast to shoot. Mm -hmm. So it's fun. And Brandon Quinn, who, you know, obviously was in the movie, which I'm sure you're getting to, but, um, I, I love working with him. Yeah. Yeah. I love your relationship in that show. They, I know, uh, I know of several people who are, you know, going through, those kinds of reconciliation uh, situations in their marriages and looking right. at that and having something. Cause it, you don't often see that often. It's like, well, this, the, uh, the woman just, you know, leaves and starting out the empowering life, which is fine. But, uh, mm-hmm. but to have a reconciliation plot line uh, is, is I feel like you don't see that that often. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it is something different that we don't see. And I think, um, I think any path through infidelity is accurate for whoever is walking it and if that means leave leave if that means work through it it means work through it I think if we can take the judgment away from that and allow people to truly experience the relationship that they need to experience I I am a a fan of that you know what I mean so but you don't normally see people work through things like Mm -hmm. you don't see them go into the heart of what happened and why and try to come back from an infidelity situation. And, uh, it was really fun to go through that with Brandon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You both have such good chemistry. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I love, uh, Annalise. I love all the teens on the show. I think that they are all excellent and I'm normally not a like young adult person on shows Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, um, but I think that all the teens, on Sweet Magnolias are excellent. They're so good. Aren't they yeah. good? Yeah. They're so good. And I love Annalise so much. I love all of them, but I work so much with Annalise and she is obviously my daughter on the show and, and has become such a good friend. And I just adore her. I think she's so talented. I think she's so smart. She's a, she's a powerhouse as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about the movie Country Christmas Harmony. I really enjoyed okay. it. I got to watch it. It was super cute. Okay. And, uh, and I think it's great having uh, having you and Brandon back. Did you look at this any differently when you're approaching it together? Uh, the characters in the in this uh, script, obviously this is lighter than in Sweet Yeah, Memorial, yes. it is. You know, I think there were some really great things about having Brandon be a part of it. Um, you know, I think that familiarity that Brian, that Brandon and I have really helps the Luke and Chrissy story because they are so familiar with each other. And it's really important that you had that, that connection of old, of really knowing that person for a long time. And Brandon and I work together so much and 
we're very good friends now. And so that was kind of an inherent thing that we could bring to the movie, which I think was really additive. And I think it was, <laughs> I think it was really fun to see us in different characters and yeah. see that, that see when you're the essence of the character, I think that's why we like watching people play different roles, right? Is, mm -hmm. is that we see them kind of shape, 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 shift. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Shape, shift, <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah. So I, I know I'm not, I maybe am uh, being a bit convoluted with that answer, but I'm trying to say it was really very great. And one of the things that I loved is that, and I told Brandon this today is that when we were shooting the Christmas movie, I could actually, he looked different than how he looked as Ronnie. And I don't mean, like, I mean, his essence looked yeah. different. And so, and then when we got back shooting season three recently, he looked like Ronnie. It was really amazing and very cool and yeah. a testament to how great of an actor Brandon is. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what the movie is about? Country Christmas. Yeah. Harmony. So a uh, country Christmas harmony. It is about Chrissy Kessler and she is a uh, country music star and uh, she has kind of risen to a, a height of fame. Um, and within that, she has sort of given over some of her own thoughts and her own control to what other people think she should do and what other people think would be the best or would get more likes or would get more hearts or and so within that she has kind of lost pieces of herself and lost pieces of her own authenticity uh she puts out a song called reindeer sleigh and uh, it doesn't doesn't go well uh, just not because it's a bad song, but it's just slightly off of center, right? And so she gets sent home uh, where she has to go back where she hasn't been in quite a while. And she uh, confronts, uh, she gets confronted with Luke Covington, her ex from uh, many years ago. And she has this experience of kind of trying to figure out who she is again and find her voice, no pun intended, again, of what she wishes to be and what she wants to put out there and who she wants to be. So there's a lot of music in this movie for, especially for one of these, uh, one of these uh, TV Christmas movies. And so mm. was, was that fun to not only do the music, but also be a, be a country singer? Yeah, it was really, really fun. It was one of the, the, the drawing points to the script for me, but yeah, it was great. I loved doing reindeer sleigh, which was yeah. so fun. It was really, really fun. And, uh, and then we have some jingle bells that she sings and then, um, a duet with, with Brandon, which was really fun. Uh, you know, and then our sweet 16 Christmas, which is the combination essentially of what she was and what she is and puts it together and kind of finds a new her. Mm -hmm. So. I really not to give anything away spoilers, but I really loved the ending of this movie because a lot of yeah. times in these movies, it's like, well, I can't leave the hometown. Like that's blasphemy. Right? But here it was like, no, you are more important to me than anything else than yeah. moving or anything else. Yeah, there were, you know what, that's one of the things I liked about the movie so much is that there were, and we were very conscious of this, of bringing in um, some of that progression, some of that evolvement, mm -hmm. some of that growth, and uh, and that it doesn't have to end a very particular way. It can, uh, it can end a different way. I <laughs> also am go. trying to like not <laughs> give the ending away, but <laughs> yes, I might've already messed that up a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I think people yeah. are going to really enjoy it. I certainly did. Ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. We like to end with just some fun holiday questions. So okay. first one, what is your favorite holiday drink? Like hot cocoa or eggnog? I like a lactate eggnog. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> What is your favorite <laughs> holiday cookie or treat? Oh, uh, well, my mom's Chex Mix that she used to make. Um, I would have to say that's top of the list. Or those um, those green cornflake leaves or uh, wreaths. Oh, yeah, You know, where yeah. you put the cinnamon dot in the middle yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like those good. too. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Uh, I think Oh, Holy Night is definitely my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard song, but you, yeah, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'm like, oh no, don't try that song. It's really I hard. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite classic Christmas movie? Oh, uh, well, my very favorite is Scrooge with Bill Murray. Yeah. That's like by far my favorite. That one's really funny. By far. I love, that's I love Carol my- Kane in that one. I know. So funny. I know. I got to work with her when I did Wicked, which was like really fun because I had, you know, obviously seen her a million times and everything she's done, but Scrooge was my very favorite. Yeah, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which do you like better, Scrooge or the Grinch? Okay, well, that depends. If it's the Bill Murray Scrooge, Scrooge. (laughs) But otherwise I would say the Grinch. (laughs) What do you like better, color lights or colored? Oh, the cool lights? Is that what you said? Like the warm, clear. the white lights? Oh, the yeah, clear like white lights. lights. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's, what'd you say? The clear lights. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Build a snowman. Okay. And <laughs> do you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? I'm passable. But I'm not gonna like deliver you something that you're gonna go wow. But it won't be terror. It'll be, it'll be done. Yeah. Do you know it'll what be I mean? Embarrassing. <laughs> right. But it's not gonna be ribboned and all that kind of stuff. But it's gonna be taped. <laughs> Last question: Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? No, I don't think I do. I don't yeah. think I do. <laughs> no. My sweaters are are pretty. They're not. 
Do you have one? Um, I yes, I have one with a cat on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That is good. I was like, with a cat? Come on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, very good. You answered all the questions. Great. Yay. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Really thank appreciate you. it. This was so fun. Thank and we'll be you. excited for the new movie and then also for season three. Uh and uh yes. can't wait. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Do you have a social media or anything like that you want to share? Oh, uh, Instagram, I'm at, um, uh, real.brook.elliot. Um, I'm so like, I'm a little less on the social media. So, but there we go. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again. And hope you have a very Merry Christmas. You too. Happy holidays. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. We'd like to thank Brooke for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to get to talk to her. I really had a blast. So hope you all check out Country Christmas Harmony. I think you'll really enjoy it. And uh, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. Check that out. Also make sure you're following the podcast, Homeworkies Pod, Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us so, so much during this holiday season, especially people can find the podcast and give it your five star ratings. We appreciate it so much. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. So take a look at that. And thanks so much to Brooke and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.